Hello and welcome to the Thousand Hand Slap Podcast. I'm your host, Joel Pierce. I hope you're having a wonderful fucking morning. I know I am. I got out of bed this morning with the energy of a thousand Russian elephants. And I want to tell you why. I uh, have recently taken uh, a break from reality. Yep, that's right, people. I have taken a break from reality. I am no longer living in the real world. What I'm doing is living in a fantasy land where gumdrops grow on lollipops and lollipops grow out of the ground. That's right. Candy for everybody. When it rains, it rains donuts. As in zero dollars. It ain't raining money. It ain't ever raining money. Except in rap videos. That's the only time it, it, I've seen it make anyone make it rain, is in a rap video. Which is, um, which is good. I really like the little Wayne Fat Joe joint. Make it rain. Doom, 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 doom. That one. It's a good joint. Uh, you know what else is a good joint? The one I just smoked. Um, because I haven't had any of the marijuana for a few days now. Uh, well, it was up about, it was about a week that I had ceased uh, smoking. And my brain went fucking crazy in the best possible way. Um, it was, lit- I, I described it to somebody that uh, it was like I was doing rails of coke every 10 minutes. And my brain was just like bang, 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 bang. Um, which at first was fucking overwhelming because I, I legitimately was like, I think I'm fucked up. Like, I think I, maybe this cold and flu medication is stronger than I thought. Um, and I mean, I'm sure that played a part. I'm sure a little bit of uh, pseudoephedrine went a long way to making it feel, give me that full Coke feel, you know, a little bit of sniffs that you would have heard in an episode or two ago. Um, sorry for sniffing into the microphone like that. That was gross. Um, but yeah, racing thoughts. It was like uh, being a teenager again, which is, I don't know if that's a good thing. Um, maybe it is. I don't know. Some people think you don't, uh, you don't, do you feel different than you did when you were a teenager? I mean, obviously my fucking knees and ankles hurt and uh, I know more shit, but like fundamentally, are you the same fucking person that you were deep down when you were, say, 14? I'm asking you, I'm waiting for a response on a podcast where I am talking to myself. So I guess I'll answer the question. Um, no, I don't think so. I think there's some uh, fundamental things that I hold on to. And it was something that I was like working on this year was trying to reconnect with that version of myself. So you can't go backwards in time, but it was one of those things where I wanted to, you know, where people say, oh, what would you tell your 15 year old self? Well, I actually kind of wanted to invert that. I wanted to see what my 15-year-old self would think of me and say about me. And, you know, would he be impressed? Would he be excited? Would he be like, fuck, what happened to your head? Um, It got handsome. Uh, I'm a silver fox now. Uh, I'm growing my hair out. I want to look like Wolverine. Um, No, no. yeah, so I, no, I thought about it, and like 15-year-old man, I think he'd be pretty stoked. All the stuff that he wanted to do, he did. Uh, I was in a band. I put out albums. I went on a, a full East Coast Australian tour, opened for 
international artists. I played overseas, lived in New York, uh, finally got the courage to do the thing I wanted to do since grade six and started stand-up comedy. Um, let's, yeah, let's fucking talk about that. Grade six. Uh, so how old was I there? Like uh, 10, maybe? How many years you're in high school, in primary school? I was four when I started, so seven years. Ten, yeah, perfect. Fucking look at me doing maths. That's actually 11, but uh, never mind. That was me doing maths. I suck at it because um, I didn't pay attention while I was in school. Uh, but anyway, I was in uh, grade six. We went on camp to Wilson's Promontory, which is like a fucking, oh, what a trip. You took me 20 minutes up the road. Fucking yeah. Um, we went on this camp. Actually, no. No, no, no. Grade six camp was Melbourne. And I've told that story before about how me and my uh, friend, uh, Nick the Butcher, tried to uh, sneak into the strippers. I think I've told that story. No, I might have told that story on TikTok. I'm so disgusted at myself right now. Anyway, that's a story for another time. But the one I want to tell is, uh, I mean, what a lead. Oh, the time on grade six camp where we tried to go to the strippers uh, when I was 11. Uh, fuck. With Nick the Butcher. I mean, why don't you want to hear that story? I'm not telling it. I'm going to tell the other one, which is so... It means I was on a different camp, which would have been grade three, which makes me four, five, six. Six years old. No, sorry. Again, here we go again. Seven, because I'm forgetting prep. One, two, three. So it's four. Four plus four is... So maybe I was eight. Who fucking knows? Who cares? Um... I was eight. We went on camp to Wilson's Promontory again, like I was saying, 20 minutes up the road. Woo, what a fucking, what an exciting fucking trip. Um, oh, you're going to take me to the place that my parents take me on the weekend? Fucking awesome. Um, but we went there and there was like a performance night, like theatre sports, all that kind of shit. I was always down for that. Always a fucking, you know, quote unquote class clown, attention seeking dickhead. Um, always looking for the, the, uh, come back the the, the 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 tag as we'd call it in professionally as a comedian uh, it's a tag uh, no the the tag or you know tag and stuff that people said always looking like for the for the funny always looking for the funny um, and I was obsessed with uh, the Australian TV shows like uh, Full Frontal Fast Forward Comedy Company um, I love seeing the stand ups on when they had them on Hey Eight Saturday Murray Fields. Uh, fuck, uh, Mark Pengilly reminded me of someone, Shane, Shane Bourne. He was another amazing Australian comedian when I was, I was a young lad. Um, he was great. Um, also wondered if he's still alive. I think he is. Uh, if you're not, well, bad luck. Um, and that was like cultivated by my father because, uh, my parents are separated. So yeah, that sits me right around seven, eight. Uh, parents separated, uh, separated, divorced, uh, so week on, week off. So when I stayed at Dad's, Dad would sit up and watch these comedy shows at night, um, probably with uh, some liquid uh, libations and probably a little bit of smoke, uh, I imagine, uh, like father, like son. Um, but I would always sneak out and like try and watch from the hallway. And eventually Dad got caught wind of the fact that I was doing this every Thursday night or whenever, and um, he, he eventually just invited me onto the couch and was like, oh, well, fuck it, Thursday night, mate, you can fucking stay up a bit later. We'll watch this and we'll laugh together. And, you know, like I didn't get half of it. It was adult humour, but I got the cadence, I understood. And, you know, watching Dad laugh showed me what was funny. Um, and, you know, he gave me a, a dirty, 
horrific sense of humour from a very young age. Uh, constantly in trouble for being uh, inappropriate and making sex jokes when I didn't even have pubes. Um, and yeah, then then from that, because Dad could sense that I loved comedy, he he was a big Robin Williams fan. He was a big uh, stand up specifically, and we loved all of his movies as well. I mean, he took me to Aladdin, and my dad was fucking stoked for Aladdin. I think more than us because uh, Robin Williams was in it. But Live at the Met um, was a big one that we watched. A lot of Billy Connolly. Um, I would rent the Policeman's Ball. I think that's what it was called, like the Royal Policeman's Ball or some shit which had a lot of um, UK stand-up and stuff. And uh, Comic Relief was another one, which was Robbie, Robin Williams, um, Whoopi Goldberg, uh, May Her Career, Rest in Peace. And uh, what was the other guy? Billy Crystal. Uh, best Muhammad Ali impression ever. Fuck you, Jamie Foxx. Um, watching those, uh, Billy Connolly. Rowan Atkinson was one that I really remember. Not Mr. Bean. Not Mr. Bean, Rowan Atkinson. Uh, Rowan Atkinson doing stand-up as he was the devil introducing people to hell and you know he's going through okay lawyers oh it's good to see you da, 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 da. I, I remember being in my bedroom uh later i was in high school by that point i think and like memorizing these bits and memorizing these fucking like six seven minute stand-up sets of other people um but nothing but anyway i'm talking to a roundabout way we we're back at the camp um everybody you know, teachers are being encouraging and, so, you know, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? All that kind of shit. You're talking to kids. So, you know, you have conversations. And I can't remember which... Ah, oh, it was Miss East. Uh, she was... Uh, I don't remember her, uh, what grade she taught, but Miss East. I was talking to Miss East and I was telling a similar story to like this uh, about, you know, the stuff me and my dad watched and blah, 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 blah. And one day I want to do that. Uh, up until that point, I wanted to like draw comic books or whatever, you know, normal kid shit. I want to be a fireman. No, I always wanted to do art. I knew that from the start. Ooh, bars. Um, <laughs> I always knew it. Uh, I remember getting a, uh, a set of like one of those big boxes of like, it's got crayons, it's got textures, it's got pencils, it's got a rate, like everything you need, a whole holistic art kit in a big uh, clamshell. Um, I had one of those and I remember getting it for like a birthday or Christmas and putting it on like on top of my dresser. My parents were still together, so I would have been four or five. So it's from uh, when I, uh, someone recently, beautiful turn of phrase, um, they were, whenever they talk about when they were young, they go from since I could remember myself, which is just beautiful. Um, anyway, I got that set and I remember putting it up on top of my dresser and being like, I'm not going to use these textures or pens because I thought it was like the fucking, it was a professional, because it came in a case and it was 1986, you know. I was like, this is fucking the best, this is the best set of pens and pencils I've fucking ever seen. Uh, so I was like, I'm not, not going to use this, it's too good. I will use this when I become a professional, like, comic book artist. And my parents were like, oh, what a dickhead. Just use the text. You're never going to be a comic book artist. You fuck with. You probably end up digging ditches. Or fucking, you know, if my mum had a way, I'd be an Olympic swimmer or some shit. Ugh. Imagine that. Me hanging out with Grant Hackett and Kieran Perkins and shit. Can you imagine my fucking, oh, Joel Pierce breaks the Olympic record. How do you feel, mate? I'm fucked. <sighs> what do you reckon, Can I Just go down the fucking pool. Fuck this shit. Get out of my way. There's fucking gymnasts to fuck in the village um yeah i would i wouldn't have made a 
a good in- well actually maybe I would have made a good interview as a professional athlete uh, like every man I think I could have made it oh mate if I didn't have that fucking knee injury playing footy in 1996 I would have gone to the NBA second round see I'm not I'm not that fucking delusional second round late pick to the fucking uh, Vancouver Grizzlies at the time I reckon that's what would happen to me that's not even true I my goal actually as a kid was to just fucking play college ball I just wanted to make it to American college. Uh, get a free education and um, have sex with a lot of American girls. Uh, that was the goal. Um, I never went to American college. I never played basketball higher than uh, B reserve. Uh, well, that's not true. I played state level, but that was when I was a kid. As a, as a grown man, I never played higher than B reserve. Never played A grade. Uh be reserved though, mate. Fucking be reserved. We play on the show court, can't fucking everyone's the seven footers. I had to fucking try and out rebound seven footers, motherfucker. I can play. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, nah, look, uh, but I did bang a lot of fucking American chicks, so there, there is that. Um, the um, da, 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 where were we? We're talking about the fucking thing on top of the dresser and trying to bring it back to Miss East, Mister Tangents on one today. Um, so anyway, yeah, never became a fucking uh, uh, a comic book illustrator. But on this camp, I was having this conversation with Miss East about all the different things my dad showed me and how they were wildly inappropriate for my age. She didn't seem to mind. Uh, again, it was, oh, this is probably the ni- early 90s at this point, so yeah, no one gave a fuck. Um, it was the era of non-PC. That was the fucking go in the 90s. Um, what's the fucking worst thing you can say? Um but anyway, she, I, I must have mentioned, like, when I grow up, I want to be a stand-up comedian. And uh, when they had, like, the awards at the end of at end of the camp and, you know, we did the – it was after we'd done theatre sports, which I fucking crushed. I killed that theatre sports, son. I can't remember – I can't actually remember what I did. Um, no, I can't really remember what I did. But I remember the room. I can, I can, I can remember the audience and I remember the – you know, that feeling, that feeling of, like <sighs> – strangers attention i knew everyone so it wasn't really strangers but it's like i've got everyone's attention it's that joke of mine i feel like a girl with big tits because i have everybody's attention and my back hurts um which is also true right now my back fucking sucks um anyway we get the awards at the end of this thing and miss east uh, she's you know reading them out and it's like jessica smith you will be you're the most likely to be a hairdresser uh, which was pretty common because it was a small country town and you either become a hairdresser or a farmer's wife. Um, they didn't give any of those out. They went, Stephanie, you will be the most likely to end up with that guy over there for the rest of your life and you'll have 400 kids and you'll live on a farm and every single day you'll think about going out into the shed, getting the 410 shotgun and blowing your fucking head off because you've never left the small country town and now... Now that your kids have all grown up, you work at the pub. The same pub you met the douchebag at. Well, you didn't meet him there. You went to high school with him. But the same pub that you spent all your formative years. Except for that one time you went to Bali. Yeah. Fuck the country. Um, I grew up there. I'm allowed to say that. Uh, no, they didn't give you any awards like that. They're like, you're most likely to be a model. Uh, that didn't happen either to any of those bitches. Um... Cake face motherfuckers. <laughs> <coughs> anyway, my my it came time for my award, and I was because yeah, you know it's fucking. Actually, did everyone get an award? 
Because I was about to be like, oh, you know, I didn't grow up in the era of the participation fucking medal. Uh, I mean, they would give you that fucking white ribbon, but it was never a point of pride. You, you never took the white ribbons home. You fucking, you threw them in the bin. There's three ribbons, mate. Blue, green, red, right? Uh, one, two, three. Gold, silver, bronze. There's no fucking place. There's no fourth place. And and the fucking, to be honest, second place is first loser. Um. <laughs> anyway, it gets to the time. I can't remember if everyone got an award. They probably did that because, you know, we were really young and if you excluded some fucking kid, there would have been a fucking, <laughs> why didn't I get an award? Um, and then, you know, adults just didn't want to deal with that shit. So I understand it. Everyone gets a fucking, it's Oprah. Everybody gets a fucking ribbon. Um. Uh, but it came around to time for my award and Miss East got up and she goes, most likely to become a stand-up comedian. And I, it fucking, mate, it filled me, it's right now, uh, I got fucking uh, goosebumps. Because uh, I was like, fuck, she really thinks I can do this shit. So Miss East, to you, thank you very fucking much. I did it. I started doing stand-up comedy. Uh, in the last week, I performed at the uh, Exford Hotel in the city, which is uh, known during the festival as the after party or the bear pit uh, in amongst comedians. Um, had a great time. Uh, was there with a really, 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 really lovely lady. Um, got to see a bunch of the, uh, my comic friends all at the same time. Um, that festival vibe, that family vibe, community, good shit. Um, always good to fucking uh, hang out and chat with Chris Franklin. That's always... Oh, hold a second, I just got to pick that name up. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, Gavin Semple, he opened up the show and he fucking smashed it. A uh, hot crowd, he puts it down to, but I also put it down to he has some fucking excellent joke writing. Um, I was about to do some of his bits, it's that fucking good. They popped into my head because it's such good writing. So props to you, Gav. Um, saw his show as well during the festival. Saw him, I've seen Jez Watts, I've seen Jack Barrett, I've seen... Floyd, ah, shit, I feel horrible that I can't remember her last name, but her show was excellent as well. Um, bah, bah, bah. Who else have I seen? I think that's it. Oh, no, no. Yeah, that's it. I'll go see Billy Styles and John Doerr tonight. If you're listening to this in on a different night, I won't be there because it's... who I don't know when the fuck you listen to this. Um, I've kind of lost the point now. I'm just talking about shit I've done. Oh, Bear Pit, that's what I was talking about. Gav did really well. Um, then I was in and out because I knew I was on later and I was, you know, getting a bit nervous because the crowd was a bit fucking rowdy, as as is its want at the Exe. Um, uh, you know, I won't name any names, but there was a bunch of uh, more senior professional comedians who went on before me and ate massive bags of cock. Um, couldn't control the audience. The audience, unruly, but again, you, you're a professional. Fucking get whip them into shape. Um, let them know what the fucking 411 is, cunts. No, you're not doing this. Um, so, yeah, uh, had Tony, Tony Goodman on before me, uh, which uh, I love his shit, uh, and he did incredible. So it was a night, like, he got him nice and warm for me. They, they actually shut the fuck up and let him do his thing. So I was like, great, my go. Got up, had a pretty good set. Uh, I, I mean, I'm more critical of it than anyone. Uh, I'll put it this way. When I left, I got congratulated by comedians. I didn't get my, no one looking at me. Uh, it's not. I didn't get that. Ooh, uh, yeah. Ooh, that stings. Uh, so that that was nice. Um, did well. And again, it was about being authoritative. I started, and the stupid Scottish bitch that was interrupting everybody uh, yelled out, like, tried to yell out the punchline before I could fucking get to it. 
And I literally just raised my voice <laughs> and was like, shut the fuck up. You're fucking it. We've had enough of you. And then went straight into it. Like didn't even take a break in between it for anyone to uh, have time to be like, or her to respond anymore. I just went into the, first, the next joke, uh, the tram joke. You know, I thought about killing myself on the way to the gig. I was going to throw myself in front of a tram. Yeah, a bit pedestrian. Uh, and it smashed. And I was like, all right, fucking let's go. Um, I felt like I was going a thousand fucking miles an hour. But uh, on on review, uh, I watched the video back and it's I didn't go that fast. I actually paced it very well. I was told to do a tight five. I came in at five minutes and four seconds. So any of you fucking cunt comedians out there that fucking run the light and have got sticky feet, uh, if you'd like some classes, I'm happy to teach you how to tell the fucking time. And, by the way, I didn't even look at my watch because I have an internal clock because I'm a fucking musician and I know how bar structure and timing. It's funny how comedy is about timing, but none of you cunts can keep fucking time. Anyway, thanks, Missies. That was fun. Uh, and you're partially responsible for it. Um, that was fun. Uh, fuck, I even did... I, I, I went and saw Jack Barrett's show. Um, I did a, a sandwich. I sandwich boarded for him. I wore a big fucking sandwich board for two hours out the front of town hall um you don't all know him i don't even know who's fucking listening to this um so anyway probably but it seems like i'm recording so i'm just going to keep talking um the standing at the front with a sandwich board uh did that for two hours then we saw jack's show which was fucking coming up which was exciting and he was excited for it and blah 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 long story short i have shows in Newcastle, New South Wales next week, which makes me, for myself, if I was still drinking, I'd pop some fucking champagne and pour it on my tits. Um, but yeah, that's next week, and I'm fucking super stoked about that. I'm super stoked to fuck off them, which is great. Um, yeah. Uh, not everybody, you know. All those TV and radio cunts, they're fucking making fat bank. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, uh... Lost, uh, lost the stream for a second. The stream. My stream of consciousness is also what I lost. No, my computer fucked up. Uh, I think this is only recording on one side of the year. So I'll wrap the fucking shit up so we can get the fuck out of here, all right? Uh, be careful who you share good news with because not everyone is happy your news. See you again soon.